Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes and I'll find that my mind. Welcome to episode 32 of Eat Sleep Run Repeat. The running podcast for the average runner. I'm Woolly. I'm Nathan. And I'm Fraser. Welcome to the show. It's, uh, we might have Wax and Steve jumping in, but they're um, both busy. But was, they might jump in. We'll sub them in if they join the chat. Um, we're uh, sort of changing up the show a little bit. We're going to run with five segments every week. We're, uh, we're going to start with our training talk and uh, sort of talk about our weekly training, but not sort of uh, go into too much detail unless we've got really specific workouts to talk about. Um, uh, second segment is going to be local legend. It's going to be someone who's done something really impressive on Strava, whether it be training or a race. Results and uh, trail talk, road talk. And then uh, we're going to... Maybe if we've got the uh, the content each week, we'll do it. We're going to do a story time. We got one this week, so stay tuned. That'll be near the end. It's going to be funny. Um. So yeah, Fraser, you've been get you've been getting stuck in. You might as well kick yeah, us off, mate. Uh, not had a bad week. Um, been to the gym four times this week. Got me workouts done. Um, few runs on the treadmills. Uh, a couple of runs out on the street, and then Saturday. Did my first park run in about two months. Did the North Lakes one, which I'd done for, I don't know, oh, geez, six months or so. Um, so I did that, and then I think I did 22.17 for the park run. So, you Good know, run. not a great time, but I was pretty pleased. Um, I had no niggles and stuff. My hip was pretty good. So Super yeah, shoes on? Yeah, had my super shoes on. I, don't, I didn't really, like... Give them a proper good workout. I was going too slow, but um, but now they felt really good though, and then my legs were fine. Like next day, and then a couple of k's warm up, and then warm down, etc. And then today went and to the Logan Running Festival, watched uh, Nathan run his marathon. So I ended up running like a half marathon. I made it twenty one point one k. Just nearly. Just under two hours of running around and did a couple of laps with Nathan and um, different parts of the course and yeah, so that was all right. It felt pretty good. So yeah, I've did forty k's all up this week, so it was a good. Uh, good way you look pretty that. easy running with me. Like he was, he was flying along. Like we were doing about what five fifteen a k. He yeah. was flying along. He didn't yeah. have no problems at all. Eh? I felt pretty easy. Like me, like they wearing me. There's new Adidas Boston tens that are training in that now. Like, it's really made a difference to like. To they look quite good. They actually got. I, I was looking at the heel, and it's slightly wedged, so it's like thicker on the inside and outside to stop that sort of maybe rolling. Maybe that's what's helping your knee and your yeah, hammy and yeah. everything. It's just a bit of motion control there, in that, and your foot might have been, and you I know when you wear your Pegasus yeah. might have been falling. You might have been pronating a bit. So that might help. Running more symmetrical and. Like everything's all in line and stuff, and then I'm really like, you know, using the um, rocker of the shoe and stuff. But there, yeah, they feel really, really good, comfy. I love running in them. 
It's mad, uh, isn't it? Our pair of shoes can change something. Yeah. You know, it's not until you get then you go, oh, maybe I should stick with them. But well, always for me, the trail shoes I've changed. So, but yeah. I've always, I had a pair of um, Adidas like years and years ago, just like a like a race shoe virtually. And I just used to train in them. And I've never had any, any ever issues like with them. Um, and then obviously all these night, we got these night tempos and stuff like that. And they were the go. But just going back to Adidas, yeah, I don't know. Just, they're obviously my shoe, basically. They're just, so yeah so yeah so i'll stick with i think i'll just stick with them now um but now yeah i've had a good week 40k so pretty happy with that and ready to go again next week cool yeah i'm going good too so i've done my second week of the um the like training program for the pan pacific games and um monday we recorded the show last week i was it was said rest or go to the gym, but I didn't go to the gym. Did nothing on Monday. I run an hour on Tuesday. And then um, I was supposed to do the session, like the sort of weekly session on the Wednesday, but I'd had a pretty big day at work. And so I thought, oh, I just went for like 10K easy run with my dad. I really should have just done the session on that day because that was like an easier day at work. The next day at work, I had a massive day. And I knew I couldn't put off the session any more days. And uh, so I did the session on, I think it was the Thursday. And uh, I did uh, six by three minutes uh, with a one minute standing recovery. Averaged uh, 333 average pace on them efforts. So that was pretty good. But I felt so tired from from work and that was a real struggle. And then... um, uh, what I do Friday, I did um, just over 5k in like 30 minutes with some strides on the end. Saturday, I did park run with um, you boys, just run uh, just under 20 minutes, which is all it sort of said to do on the on the plan. And then this morning, I was uh, me and me, Fraser, and Nathan went down to the Logan Running Festival to watch um, Nathan do his marathon, and I managed to clock over 23. Okay, just running a couple of laps with Nathan, running around cheering a few people on. So I had a good week. I think it was like sixty something, sixty-six k, sixty-seven k, nearly. So I'm tracking in the right direction. Back still pretty shit, but it's getting better ever so slowly. But yeah, uh, was that the um, was that your plan for the week? That amount of k's, or well, you yeah, do yours on only- time, it- don't you? Yours on. Yeah, it's how all time. How many k's for the week? Nearly 67, like 66.96. Oh, you just beat me. But, um, yeah, I, I missed a gym session. Like, I should have done a gym session there, but I did a 10K run instead. So, yeah, just time, really, limited with time. But, yeah, still good. Still got that session done. Nailed it, even though I was, like, exhausted. So, I'm, yeah, pretty chuffed with that. So, what's that? So, that three, you're running at 3.30 a K pace. Yeah. So that's time. That's so you're doing the five k at the Pampas. Yeah. I need to run like three twenty four pace to break seventeen minutes, and that's the goal. So I've got to go a bit quicker than that. But that's I guess on, I'm working to that. Sorry. That's on the track, the Pan Pacific. No, it's a road road oh, race. Road race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, I've got like what seven or eight weeks. Um, just yeah. slowly um, building tracking in the right direction which is cool 
So we were chatting today, weren't we, Stephen? We we're running round, and then this Pan Pacific Games. So I'm going to have a look at entering the 800 meters. Yeah, cool. Pan Pacific. Awesome, mate. Um, so yeah, well, since I've done an 800 meter race, you probably think... want to enter a few or a couple of track races because it's like 120 something to just register, and yeah. then it's twenty dollars oh, every yeah. event. You might yeah. as well make it worth your while. What? So what do they do? So what? It... Everything, that... I think. All right. So yeah. if you do a 400, do a 400 and an 800. 15, 3K, yeah. steeple, everything. Yeah. I don't think I did a steeple. I wouldn't be doing the steeple either. <laughs> or hurdle. <laughs> End up broken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm a yeah. bit distracted over the back here. Where they've got a, uh, the new people that just moved in up on the hill and they got this bloody big green tractor. I don't, they were messing around with it today. And anyway, the fire brigade are out there now on, on, oh, down the, on the hill. And there's a, and there's a woman, there's a woman standing up the back holding the baby. Like, and I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they've rolled the, I don't know if someone's trapped in something or what, but um, yeah, the fire brigade are there. I don't know what oh, they're doing. Shit. Might be farm life. Just leave them. <laughs> what about you, Nate? You've um, probably well, didn't mate. do that much running until this, weekend now nah, i've clocked up 63k for the week though i did a 15k out on the road hilly run because i knew this uh the logo marathon's got a bit of hills in it and then um oh, <laughs> i got sucked into the nike super shoe uh roll didn't i and uh ended up getting myself a pair of uh alpha flies on friday from uh dfo and so i went for a quick spin with them on um friday evening just uh like four and a half k they felt good just working out which insoles to wear in them and uh then the logan marathon today so um like strava's saying 41.82 k but i was running across the apexes and that and it's six seven k laps so when i did the first lap my watch as I hit the line was 7K and 50 metres, which would bring you in at like 72 uh, you know, uh, roughly. But it sort of got shorter and shorter as time went on. So, um, But I'm classing it as 42.2. I mean, they've run it so many years. They must know it's dead 42.2. So Yeah. Plus you had your watch on your left arm and the course went – Round to my left. Like, so you're probably losing a little bit yeah. every, and, on every lap. And I was really hugging that line, cutting across the path and, and everything else. So um, obviously it's going to be a PB for the first road marathon. So the uh, mountain goat went from the trail to the, to the road. <laughs> and um, yeah, three hours, 40 and 26 seconds. So PB. Boom. Well done, mate. Yeah, Great mate. running. That was hard. I've got to say, I got so that was easily as hard as doing the Noosa 50, even though trowel and maybe 800 meters of running. I did 211 meters of elevation today. So that's yeah. about nearly 40 meters per lap. A um, couple of little um, uh, stinging hills on the course, eh? Yeah, there was a couple of little lumps. One was yeah. fairly long, went up for a while. Um, not too long, but it was still a pinch, and you get to turn, turn on it, and that's what slows you down on that course, is because you got to do a few U turns and that. Um, so you got to watch your footing. 
Yeah, and that just hurts, hey, when your legs are really yeah. fatigued and you got to do it. My right hip on one of them, I did a U-turn. I went like little step, 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 little steps, and my hip went bang at me. I was like, oh. But i got to say, and I was saying this to other people, that when you do a trail race, you like walk the big steep hills, run everything else, and um, uh, sort of like, you know, stop at the – get some food and stuff like that. But when you do a, a, a road marathon, usually you set yourself a time. And you're like 5.15, okay, 5.15, okay, 5.15, yeah. okay. Five, and you're hitting that every time. Uh, and I started off thinking I'd do 5.30, okay. And, uh, you know, like you go off a bit fast and you get it. But with the shoes, I noticed that I was able to run a lot faster. Like I reckon 15 seconds, okay, faster, yeah. with yeah. at least with those shoes and still feel comfortable. Um, and they saying it, 15, 20 seconds, okay. Is it? Yeah, well, I reckon, I reckon, and um, uh, lost my chain of thought there, fucking. But you, um, you were averaging like five fifteens. Yeah, kinda. fifteen okay, and um, um, was um, pretty happy to get the the three. I was thinking I was I ain't go. For, we said last week, you know, I go five thirty okay, and getting about three fifty. But I started off averaging off the first three k's about first three laps. Sorry uh 509 okay and then slowed a bit but i gotta say that my legs the muscle ache that i got in my legs from running at that speed for that time i've not experienced before even in a trail race you know i was like i had an it band issue btu but the muscle ache was like something i had to sort of deal with and go it's just muscle ache it's not going to stop you it's just because you're just going bang 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 it's that constant um, turn of yeah. your legs and that. So, full respect to your dad doing twenty six road marathons. I mean, look, I'd rather run a trail trail fifty than a than a road road marathon. But I suppose you can take it a bit easier and walk, and not you're not pushing a time. Yeah. But when you push the time, you sort of make yourself accountable. Yeah, I've got to say that was pretty. Yeah, full respect to people that are doing, uh, you know, regular marathons. And for you, Steve, to go sub three. Yeah, that, like, man, imagine imagine someone like Andy Day like running like sub two thirty. Like just think of the yeah, pace he's that's... maintaining. For that distance, it's unreal. Eh? Like it almost seems impossible to do. Yeah, but and I uh, we were lucky that was pretty it. shaded in the Goldie. You were like out in the sun. Yeah, so, but it was cooler then. Cooler. Like man, it's been yeah. hot all day. Like I, it was getting warm. Thirty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was getting warm towards the end of. Mm. Like when I was running with you, it's like I, I sort of skimmed over it when I was talking about my week, but I run. I think probably like two and a half laps of the course with you, you did, guys. Um, I think you did lap three and four with me and then half of lap five with Fraser. And yeah. then Fraser took lap. Oh, no, hold on. Did I did you... the last lap with you. So lap six. You did two and three with me, Steve. Some of two and three and some of four. And then uh, Fraser, Fraser did the rest of four with me, took five off and then ran six with me. Um so, um, but do you know what? It wasn't my cardio that I was seeing. Even though I look at my heart rate, it looks a bit high, but I was, well, I was talking with you guys. No problem yeah. at all. My cardio was fine. It was the muscles. your legs and that. Eh? Yeah. And do you know what's interesting? And Mitch, if he's listening, my podiatrist, with those alpha flies, I couldn't run with the, my right foot hurt in those alpha flies because the, at the arch, the sole is quite narrow and I, I, so I've swapped the insoles out when I went and bought the shoes. I tried them with my orthotics in and they actually felt like 
okay. So I thought, yeah, I'll run with the orthotics. It'd be all right. And um, when I was running, I, when Sorry, I was just keep my... going. I'm just going to change chairs. This one's annoying me. It's creaking. <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> um, yeah, keep going. Sorry. So the um, the the left foot, I ran with the uh, like a, just a normal insole that I run my trail shoes. And then my right foot, I ran with the orthotic because I needed that for the support. And what happened was I was getting hip ache, um, glute, hammy, and then down into my calf ache um from the foot with the orthotic in the shoe with the orthotic in but the left shoe with just a normal thicker insole in was fine so i don't know if my orthotics i still need to like help break them in a bit for you know running that longer distance but um yeah i'll definitely um those shoes definitely helped but well unless hmm. unless because you had an orthotic in one and you didn't have the orthotic in the other is that your other insole? It might have made a difference to the way you were running. So yeah, have, and one was yeah, higher than the other. Two, you haven't got two even orthotics, have you? You got one, so one might be compensating because you got it in yeah. compared to the other, so it might be off balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you would like have that. thought the leg that if you'd didn't run have with the two orthotics, orthotics would... you might have been all right. Yeah, but you would have thought the left foot without the orthotic would have one been the one hurting more. Oh. You don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah, try, you have to do another one and then try the other foot. It'd be <laughs> it'd be one. pissed at me though. Mitch would be pissed at me because I didn't that I actually ran didn't run in my Kaonos and I actually ran in a super shoe. But um, yeah, but I reckon your legs will thank you for that tomorrow. Well, actually, you know, I got home. I was pretty busted. I I was sat in the spa because we got um we got some. We got it's funny. Logan Marathon was sponsored by McDonald's, which is a bit ironic. But um, um, we got Macca's on the way home. I just had like a bacon and egg burger, so plenty of plenty of protein. And um, sat in the spa, and then I've had to do a few things around the farm and do some stuff. So I've been using my legs, walking around, walking with the wheelbarrow with some stuff in, and I think that's really helped. That's really helped with with the recovery. Uh, and the spa, I think that hot water therapy, you know, people go out about cold water therapy, but I, I really rate hot water therapy. I think that's really helped um, as well. That's 38.7 degrees in that spa. So um, I think that's really done yeah, the blood flow. So, so let's look at the results because um, actually I was going to say that the winner, the actual winner of today was a woman. So the first woman and first overall um, is actually the wife of one of Fraser's colleagues. And um, we're just going to go to here. So the winner overall was uh, Kyoko Miura. And she won that. Oh, I've got to get the time here. In uh, 3.07.11. Um, she didn't lap me. I was pretty happy I didn't get lapped. Um, second overall was... Um, was Callum O'Brien and he wasn't far behind. He was just um, Callum O'Brien, 311, 25. Um, and in third place was Peter Jones, who was actually in the 50 to 54 year old age group. So um, Peter was in 312, 50. So he was just over a minute behind. So that's pretty, pretty close. Um, so first female was Kyoko. Second female was Marlena Janika and third was Beck Hall and third male was Peter Liu 
and uh, if we just go to the male so and i was 10th overall seventh male so i'll be pretty happy with that but if we just go to first place in the men's 45 to 49 year old category it's someone we may know <laughs> me <laughs> I yeah well done mate. finally got well on the done. podium in first place how many how many were in that category one uh, seven one <laughs> did not finish so that's all right. I did get beaten by the male 50 to 54 year old age group. Uh, his first place was actually was faster than me, but that doesn't matter. He's in a different age group. So I'll hit the podium first place. So uh, pretty, we've got the champagne in the fridge to celebrate. I'm pretty happy with that. So and I uh, think that's uh, like Rob's wife that won. She, she's done that three times. That's her third time of doing yeah, that. Yeah, she won it in 2019 as well. Yeah, she won it a few Outright. years ago. She won it outright. So yeah, you see her at all play. the local, all the big sort of local events. She's always running. Yeah, that's a bloody good runner. Apparently this year, according to Rob. So yeah, fourth, shout fourth out. marathon. Shout and that's my to Rob. So and his wife. Yeah. And so, what about that? Um, that lad that we were running with. We were yeah, running with him and his dad. I haven't actually looked. Uh, I've got, his, I've got his it his here. So it was won by Humphrey Sinton. He's nine years old. And he ran at one hour forty nine thirty two seconds. Oh, wicked! So and that, I don't know what's that, is that record. Is that for under tens or something? Under tens, yeah, yeah. At, at seven yeah. years old, he ran a two hour marathon, and I was I ran with him for for literally that first half of my race. So he's twenty one k, and um, yeah, his dad was having to hold him back. He was saying because he had to run with his dad because he was so young, and his dad was saying, "Yeah, hold it back, hold it back." He was like pretty keen, but then he was. He was suffering a little bit at the end. Um, yeah, because I was with he had his music playing with yeah. um, him on the last lap of his race. Yeah, and that's it. When they had about 5K to go, you went, that's when I filled that water bottle up. And when I caught you back up again, you'd put about 50 metres into him and he was yeah. like struggling a bit, but he didn't have far <laughs> to go. I think he only had like yeah. four, 5K. Three, left. four, yeah. And a fair play. I mean, um, so shout out to Humphrey. Well done. Mate, you've probably you've got a good uh, running career ahead of you. So, um, yeah. I think I just, you just take it easy, mate. I, take it easy. I mean, I was eight years old. I was doing 60-meter sprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fair yeah. play doing a half marathon. Yeah. yeah. And to want to it's do a half really marathon as well. Actually, I some interesting people. I was, uh, I was uh, and they, they, his wife, I don't know if you saw it, messaged us um, on Instagram. And um, so I was, when I was running around, you know, you get to chat to a few, a few people. And um, I was uh, chatting with um, Michael McHugh. So Michael, if you're listening and um, he nearly went the wrong way. And I went, no, no, we got straight on, straight on. Um, and that, that's just, if I could have one, it was a great event. One criticism would be that there was a few places where you were like, oh, do I go straight on or left or right here? They could have done with like a flag in the ground, which sometimes people move, but or chalk the ground with a big arrow. You know, there was yeah. a couple of occasions where that could have really helped. Um, there was two. And, there was two turns where you're kind of a bit unsure eh, of which yeah. which way to go. Yeah, and maybe some more marshals and that. Um, but um, yeah, Michael and he goes no, straight on. He goes, "Oh, how are we going for time?" And I said, "Mate, you're going to go sub. You're going to go sub four hours here. The pace you're going." He goes, "Oh, this is my first um, marathon." And I said, "Oh yeah." He goes, "Oh, I'm getting a bit like." Yeah, I don't know if he was a cramping a little bit in his quads. I said, oh, have you got like gels with you? You got electrolyte? He goes, nah. 
goes, I had Weetabix for breakfast. <laughs> and, and I said to him, um, have you got anyone here supporting you? He goes, oh, my wife's on that coming down soon. I said, oh, um, give her a ring, mate, and tell her to get you a couple of Powerades at the servo on the way here because like you're going to struggle with the second half. And um, that we got an email to say, um, oh, thanks for the advice and that. And, um, yeah, it was, it was great meeting. What, did, what did he come in at? Hey, it was his hours. first marathon, four hours, 28 minutes. Oh, shit. Well done. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's like not an easy no, kind of course. course. It's hilly and it's not like dead straight, um, you know, and there's twists and turns and that. So, yeah, fair play, Michael. It was a nice meeting you, mate. Hopefully we'll see you out there again. So, we were we yeah. were chatting on the on the laps and it's pretty much the same sort of lap as a backyard ultra, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like it's, it's just 300, 300 meters more. Yeah, yeah. But we were going a lot faster than you would do on an ultra. Um, but still, it gives you some idea of like of what it would be like. Yeah, you want to go long, out and do it again? Quite a long lap, eh? At the pace I yeah, it is quite a long lap, really. You don't realise it is quite a long. Um at the pace I was going at, I said to Fraser, I wouldn't be able to go out and do another one. I was pretty but I busted. Yeah. So um yeah, it was good to finally. Nah, but all in all, finish. it was a good good event. Pretty yeah, um, yeah pretty well good. like yeah. attended yeah. and heaps of people cheering on and that was and cool. they had the seven K, the fourteen, twenty one and the forty two. And Matilda said, Oh, if I know there was the seven K, I would she would have come and done that so um it's good they offer these extra and as we when they when the 7 and 14k has come past us <laughs> it was flying yeah. and uh you were like yeah don't, don't get sucked into going with them you know that'd just, be quite good off that 7k would be quite a good if you had loads of people doing it good race eh? yeah you just like belt it yeah. yeah the whole race sold out so um yeah. isn't it yeah yeah. Oh well, we've kind of got the uh, training talk and results all done in one. Unless anyone else has got any other local results. Oh, uh, just we just to, to um, last week, and we spoke about um, Ryan Crawford, the cameraman, seeing a snake oh, out in the right. trail. Yep. That was, um, and I completely just forgot, um, as well as her apologies, that um, Ryan was actually taking part in the Glasshouse One Hundred, the Hundred Miler, um, out there at the Glasshouse Mountains, around around that way, and. Um, that's where we've seen that bring, huge that's that big brown or whatever it was it's big brown wasn't it so the 100 miler was won by Nolis Reynolds in uh, or Realt sorry um, in 1841 that's a great time uh, there um, and the, the trails are dried out so that was good Ryan Crawford in 2054 20 hours 54 and Kevin Muller in 2342 so uh congratulations that's the top three there the 100 kilometers sean um lyons in 1345 great time there stuart boardman 1411 and kieran douglas in 1419 so um all fairly close for that one in the 50k um oliver waddingham in 508 Five hours and eight, so that's a that's a good time. Stuart Holliston, six hours and three minutes, and Carl Forsey in six hours ten minutes. We've got the thirty k was actually won by um, first place um, Sasha Cavalier in two hours fifty six minutes. Um, Levi Van Pan Huis, hope I pronounced that right. Apologies if not. Two hours fifty nine, and um, 
Emily Yorkston was third overall and first female in 307. So well done, um, everyone, for those. There was a 21 and a 12K as well. Um, we haven't pulled up the results for that. Yeah, all good. Well done for everyone who gets out there and, and amongst it, especially with the brown snakes running yeah. around. Oh, well, next segment is local legend. So if you know of a local legend or someone who's done something really impressive, doesn't have to be super fast or, you know, just has to maybe they've made some huge improvement or something like that in their training or done something cool on Strava, send us a PM on um, Instagram and we'll, um, we'll give them a shout on here. But this week's local legend is a name that you hear quite often and he might be coming on the show next week. But um, this week's local legend has got to go to Peter Lewis. He's a uh, one of the South Pine Striders. He just ran the Sydney Marathon off minimal training. Um, he's had a pretty shit time recovering from COVID. He got COVID after Gold Coast Marathon. And uh, it's taken him a long time to sort of get back to fitness. He ran three hours, 10 minutes, which is like nowhere near a PB for him. But it's a top run on a pretty tough course down there with not a lot of training so well done pete you're a local legend um it'd be good to see you uh get back to closer to um under three hours again and um hopefully we'll we'll have a chat with him next week he said he's going to come in and uh, tell his story he's got a cool story pete big um made a huge life change and and got himself into shape so uh, yeah so like i say if you um if you know of anyone who you think deserves the local legend shout just send us a pm on the instagram page he, he paced you didn't he steve for most of your yeah. uh debut at, marathon at the gold coast i couldn't yeah. have done it without him yeah. bloody um mr how'd he go at the gold coast he was <laughs> just over i think like 301 or something like mm. but yeah like he, he got covid not long after that and he just really knocked him around a bit yeah. um and it, yeah and he had the re, he had the entry from last year so he just rolled it over and was like, yeah, I'll just do it anyway. But yeah, so that's the uh, local legend bit done. And then we've got trail talk, road talk. I mean, the road talk side of it. We've got um, Berlin Marathon next week. Yeah. Kip Chogi's running. Well, uh, we're not doing the London. Attempts, maybe. Yeah. What? like. Is it London, did you just say? No, no. I think it's Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, yeah. So and, Kip Chogi's uh, not doing uh, not, London this year? No, no, he's not doing London this year. You sort of get the feeling that he's going to have a crack at a world record too from the, all the Instagram stuff I've seen. What is the world record like in a, in a, in the actual? Well, I know he's got one. One class as a world. One. Yeah. Is Berlin flat? Ish. It's fast. Yeah, that's where the world record yeah. was set, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a fart, they reckon it's. So he'll have a bunch of paces probably sitting in front of him again, just like. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. It'd just be so good to watch, man. And I mean, he's getting on now. Like, how many more has he got in him to do? You know, how many more of those world record attempts has he got? Sure, he could go and win marathons. Like, you know, he could come to Gold Coast Marathon and tempo it and win. Next April, do you reckon he do London next April? Finish? No, he's not. He's not know. doing it. No. The world record is two oh one thirty nine. That's still Shit. fast. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah. He said that he's only two minutes faster. And he had all the paces and everything else. Who's got the world record? Kip Chogi. Kip Chogi. Oh, he's still got it as well. He's got it as well. Yeah. But Keely, like, only missed it by a few seconds. Mm. 
but yeah, it's still um like you think though that Kipchoge's got the alpha flies now and that extra prep, you know, and they've been doing the uh, what's the thing you've got on your arm, Nath, when you're running? Like today you had it. I've on, got the it? Libre sensor too. Yeah, I know they've been using all that, so they've really dialed in all of his um sugar levels and stuff like that in his training and yeah. So who knows? He yeah. can do it. They got the Libre 3 coming out. I was talking to the rep last weekend at the conference I was at. They got the Libre 3 coming out, and that's the size of a five-cent piece. And so you don't you don't need to touch your phone to it to read. You just open your phone, and it's constantly reading to it the whole oh, time, cool. Bluetoothing. I hope that doesn't mean you're going to get arm cancer or something. Bluetooth <laughs> into your arm, for out the, the pin in your arm yeah, out. for three yeah. hours, yeah. But um, the, um, yeah, that... that That'll be a bit of a game changer, the rep was saying. They got it in America, I think the UK. We just won't to get it here and hopefully it'll be subsidized like this is now. Yeah, uh, it makes wicked. a big difference. $15 paying instead of paying $92. Like, and it's great just to for that. I can just, I don't have to go waiting on how I feel and then, oh shit, the blood sugar's got low. Oh, I've got to smash a load of food. I can see what the rate of the drop on my, my blood sugar went to eight. So I did, I did, um, I did a gel actually. That was on the lap five i did a gel because my sugar drop, drop was dropping down i did a i did the endura coca-cola gel and it just and whether it was that paracetamol i grabbed off you or what but it hit my gut and it just went i straight away went oh i regretted that and oh, then shit. one and i was like because i've been just doing the pure gels and when i did the pure gel I'd, my sugar was getting low i had to do a pure gel as well and um yeah, I sort of wrote it out and just thought, oh, I'll just and it came came good, but um, that was sort of the the low in, um, in that race was that so lap just, five. Just for everyone listening, you were actually monitoring your sugar as you were running, a eh? like you were yeah. grabbing your phone and checking it, and so you, yeah, it's good because then you kind of know if you need to take something, don't you? Yeah, I can just see right, it's coming down a bit, and then I can see right, it's sitting at 15, then it had dropped to 12. I went, oh, it's on the way down, and it shows you the graph. And then, um, um, and then you're like, oh, uh, maybe I'll just, you know, just jump, do a gel, and then it helped bump it back up. It sort of leveled out, um, and then it went down again. So I do another gel, and the, and then I got my, my uh, pure nutrition drink at lap, uh, with two laps to go after lap four so it worked out pretty good i was pretty happy actually how my blood sugars went for the um for the race that, that was pretty yeah just worked out right what about trail talk have we got any um big trail events coming up locally or internationally no the um well internationally i've not been on the ball but um yeah. uh if we've got uh, in a month's time, the Uematic Dam, there's a, I think a 5k, 11k, and a 23k at Uematic Dam. It's just uh, inland near Landsborough, so um, we're heading up there for that. If anyone's keen, um, so that'd be a good. That's fairly flattish, really, around there. That should be a good, uh, good run. Yeah, so, so they're yeah, always pretty tough around those. Um... Those trails around them dams are bloody hard. Yeah, there's a couple of little pinches there because I've mountain bike ra raced around there and it was wet, it was sloppy, it was just like, geez. But um, it's not too bad. A couple of pinches, but um, it'd probably be quite fast. No, no crazy like 200 meter 
climbs that you just wreck no, your legs it shouldn't on. Be. It shouldn't yeah. be. We've ridden the horses up around there, but I'm just hoping that it's not too hot. It's another month's time for like mm. four, just over four or five weeks' time. So it might be. Yeah. Just before we started recording, I said to Tammy that you were pretty lucky today. That it, yeah, was it was cold. Still... It was 11 degrees when I left this morning. I had the heater on in the car. It was cool, but like another month, oh, I reckon that would be way harder. We're going to get so much hotter, eh? Now, Steve, Actually, Steve yeah. you've got, um, so you're doing the Pan Pacific games in two months' time? Yeah, mate. Yep. So you're doing a road race in that? Yeah. And a trail race? I think it, the road race is the Thursday and the trails are Saturday. Saturday, yeah. 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 Is it a bit Pan of a hefty. So is that all of Australia then? No, Pan, Pan Pacific. So yeah, anyone. Southeast anyone Asia. Oh, right. Yeah. But there'll be heats and everything, won't there, for that? Proper meat. Be like a proper meat. So there'll be heats, then a yeah, final. We were, we were talking about that. I was thinking if yeah. there's loads of people running, they might just run them in age groups more. Yeah. You know, they might oh, just have 40 to 44, 44 yeah. to 49, yeah. maybe. But then it's... maybe if you got so many in that one age group, they might do heats. and. You might have to for the 800s and stuff. 100 metres and that, you can do it on time, I suppose. Because yeah. you're going to run as fast yeah. as you can, and 200 and 400. Well, they you might do that with the eight, though. Run heats, but whoever gets the fastest time, don't matter who wins. Yeah, that's a bit unfair, but because yeah. sometimes it's ta- more of a tactical thing. But yeah. it's a bit of a steep entry fee, like just to do. That's why I meters. think you've got to do at least a couple of events, something you know, to make up for the. Yeah. Uh, was it 120, 125 dollars uh, to just sign? And you've got to be pretty then... confident you're going to do well to yeah. invest that money. But oh, from what I've seen online, it looks like it's a really good atmosphere, and you know, plenty of people there. It's probably be a good worth experience it. to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually, Sparling has just messaged he can't um, jump in the chat because he's uh, on a holiday going to dinner. But he said we've um, we forgot last week to mention Noel Noel McBurney. He was a well, we had on as a guest. Yep. Yeah, he he uh, he had a blinder at Malula Bar for the half Ironman. Um, he ran a huge PB. Don't have the exact time in front of me, but it was like massive from what he'd done previously. So well done, Noel. He's just improving all the time as well. And he's another Masters athlete, proving that it can be done. Just dedicate yourself. And you can still tick them goals off the list. Yeah. Hey, we just... Um... We should also mention today because we went past um, out at um, what was the what was it where were we at phrase where did we go past the the track oh the uh, Q, QE two yeah the QE two track and it was loads of parking there it was like wonder what's going on and I found on Instagram that uh, it was the Queensland Girls Secondary School Sports Association uh, champs today so it was celebrating a hundred and it was 102nd track and field champs celebrating 114 years of girls sport. So um, the um, uh, multi-sport MC who does a lot of the MC in at the yeah. events and did the uh, Anzac Day relays and that. You'd know his guy. voice. Even if yeah. you don't know who he is, you'd know his voice. Yeah, you just, now I look back on it, I think he did the Noosa as well. The Noosa, uh, and that, you just know his voice now. And they were commentating for the, um, for that, that was on today. So uh, hopefully, um all the girls went well um, out there. Good on you. Yeah, cool. 
Oh, let's do the uh, let's do the story time. Each week we try and okay, think up someone time. take turns in telling a story. But I mean, oh, we've spoken on here before. Like me, Fraser, Nathan, we've knew each other since we were kids in England, and we've kind of always just whatever we've all been into, we've all just done it, haven't we? Like with kickboxing, we're all always uh, you know yeah, in each other's corners and corner, yeah. Yeah. and like when um when i was training at the redcliffe gym i used to train on uh, thursdays and saturdays with nathan because nathan had his own gym at like everton hills yeah basically we were at, we were at this show um it was at the redcliffe rsl it was the first ever like um tie boxing show they'd had there and uh, me and nathan were like um both fighting for um it was packed, wasn't it Oh, it's so loud. You couldn't even hear your corner. Like, it was, it was too loud. And I was fighting for my first Australian title, and we had about, what, 50 from the NKA there, all in the black yeah. with white T-shirt. It looked great. It was like awesome. one room, but there was like, what would you say, like close to a 1,000 people in the room or something. It was just Yeah, mostly insane. standing. Yeah, it was just so insanely hot and busy. But but, um, And I had a couple of guys fighting first. Yeah. I think Jake... And Tim were fighting before then I was fighting. And I had a goatee beard at the time. So I looked quite menacing. You know, I was about 80 kilos cut to 75. And I remember seeing my opponent who had trouble making weight. He had trouble getting to 75 kilos. And I walked past him and just looked at him. You see, he looked at me and he looked a bit sheepish when he looked at me. And I just thought, he must have thought, fuck, this guy owns his own gym. Uh, maybe he looks like a bikey. And there he is. Fucking like he's he's in the corner of a couple of guys fight before he then wants to fight me. Yeah, because their their tra- their changing room was like next to ours, but there was a wall splitting the two rooms, mm. and like Nathan was warming up, and I was I think I was one or two fights after Nathan, so I was kind of warming up, but I was, you know, just starting to move around a bit, and I was like kind of listening, and I could hear like there was a bit of like commotion going on in the other changing room. And I could hear. Um, I was guy... gloved up, ready to go. Like I was gloved up, had my top on. That I come well, you out were hitting here. pads. You were like actually yeah. banging. And like, I was getting ready. Like, okay, pads. we're going to go. And then they were saying, "No, he's not ready yet. He's not ready yet. Don't wait, wait, wait. Don't go." Because I was going to come out second. But I could hear Grant Sellen, who was the guy that Nathan was fighting's coach. I could hear him. Like, I had my ear up against the wall, and I could hear him saying something along the lines of, "Like, I just want you to get up and." and fire up or something like that. And I could hear the bloke sort of like moaning. And then you hear like rumors, rumors like going around like, Oh, Nathan's guy don't want to fight. Nathan. No, I'm like, nah, no way. Like it, he's going to don't fight. fight. You don't work for an Australian title and then go, Oh, I'm going to pull out. Yeah. Gonna fight. And I mean, like, this is like, it's professional. It's, it's like professional fighting, but it's not, when like they're not like Anthony Joshua making millions of dollars yeah. and shit like that at these fights, but it's pro- professionally run. They're like you know pre. We get we get money. We're, the money we make is from the tickets we sell. And there's fight posters, and it's like it's a big deal. It's like quite high pressure stuff. And like next thing, um, the guy's coach come out and said he just doesn't want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nathan storms into the guy's changing room. Nathan was like, psyched up. Psyched up. That even psyched him up even more. He goes, put your fucking gloves on. <laughs> Get in the fucking ring and do around. I won't knock you out. And then when, when the bell goes, don't get out of your seat in the second round. And like the, he just Mate, I tell you he what, wouldn't I do it, would he? 
I, if you ever watch, um, oh fuck, who's the guy who was the the governor? Lenny Tommy McLean. McLean. Yeah, yeah. If you ever watch Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, the big dude in that is is Lenny McLean. He was the governor. He was like, he was a bare knuckle boxing champion. He was like the, he was just like the un, it was unlicensed boxing champion. A scary bloke. And, and I remember he went in. If someone didn't want to fight him, and he went into the ring and he went fucking mental at him going, you fucking get in that ring or I wasn't going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and so I went in there and I went, right, I'm going to go the nicest pick first. Okay, listen, dude, get in the ring. I've got loads of people here watching me fight. You have to get in the yeah, ring. Sold a couple of rounds, yeah. right? At the end of the first round, you sit down, don't get up to come out of the second round. I'll be nice to you. But I said, you take a hard swing at me, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, no, no, I said, I said, you ever get in the ring? I'm going to fucking knock you out in the ring. I'm going to fucking knock you out now. And then you <laughs> jumped in the way, didn't you? You're like, oh shit, he's going to fucking kill him. And I was like, mate, you're getting in that ring. I'm going to fuck it. Otherwise you're going to get knocked out. And he didn't, he did. He pussy no. standing there in his jeans. He pussied out, didn't he? he I was like, what did it. I? And then his like, coach ended up like his coach. Well, was actually, we were upstairs talking and Grant goes, well, why don't I fight you? Right, Grant. I'll fight you. Well, Grant's a world WKA world champion. And um, I said, all right, well, you know, like, well, he's got to give the crowd something. And the rules were, because he was a world champion, he wasn't allowed to, if he won, he wouldn't get the Australian title because you can't go down. he hadn't weighed in category. or anything. He was yeah, bigger, way in. bigger and all that. And he said, but Nathan, if you win, you get the title. So I said, right, okay. But I'd spent all my pennies in warming up and... And then the whole drama of trying to get this guy in the ring, I was doing me nice, nice thing. And then I was like, come on. You know, and then I got a bit medieval on him. And um, we ended up, um, oh, what, what the fuck happened? He kicked me in the face, cut me face open. Then he cut me eye open. There's so a draw, he... wasn't it? There's a draw at the end. No, he won it. He won, he won on it. points. I won. Yeah. I was just, he's really awkward, isn't he? Yeah, he's long fight. and rangy and... Yeah. But wasn't the bloke you were meant to fight in his corner? No, nah, I think he disappeared <laughs> off the face of the earth, man, after that. <laughs> he, he never trained he again, did he, his Facebook and everything. Like, he just vanished. He might have had a mental breakdown. Yeah. But that was a real shit night because Nathan lost and then I went out and lost on points as well. Like, the, the next fight or two fights after and we were all kind of real No, you fought before me and I had to fight. We had to give Grant a couple of time to get ready nah because when i remember when i was walking up the stairs to go into the ring you just walking down them and oh, i was like really i looked at you and you didn't even like because you were training with jeff and or I, you were training with steve I was, well i was with jeff wasn't there at the time it was just Robbo. me and robo and i said to lucas shatlin i said how'd he go and he said no nah, he lost and that I was just like i went oh and that kind of put a downer on me but that, i mean as i lost that one as well but how was how was the atmosphere when your music come on and you walked out when because it, it was so packed and like the people were all squished. I, don't, like, you I haven't almost... got the DVD. I haven't no, got the DVD got the video, of the fight. Right? I haven't got the DVD of that fight. I got the DVD of the fight when I won the Australian. I've got I've got on title. my um on my phone. I've still got the video of the someone videoing it of the walkout. Yeah. Oh, oh, Steve or me? No, I think my ex. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, she was yeah. there. She was there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But but walking out when when your music come on and they called your name out and the place just went 
Man. mental and it just give you goosebumps like walking out you're like i was like yeah wicked well that's man. where i fought and i knocked out barry dunnett didn't mm. i who then went on to fight yeah. quade cooper and that someone to fight it because he was fighting quade cooper that that video got so many hits they got about four thousand hits yeah, yeah. just watching it watching it watching it for oh this is barry you got quade's fighting barry but um yeah that that was a good little venue there for that yeah oh, that was actually like when you you couldn't it was so loud you couldn't hear like your corner, like because I like to know when there's 30 seconds left in the round, yeah. And like they were yelling it out, and I just couldn't, I couldn't hear any of it, I couldn't no. hear any instructions because no. it was just, it was like, a, did Lucas mental. fight that night as well? No, he fought the night that you did the second time when you fought Barry oh, Dunnett, that's right, because that's and the only other show they've had, they only had them two shows, two, yeah. Redcliffe, and I, I remember there's a couple of, a couple of one that was the only time I've ever cried. Uh, from a kickboxing fight because I went outside and put the towel over my head and I was so upset that I'd fucking lost. But the whole, the whole, the whole thing, the whole night was just a mess. And I was outside a few tears. And some person apparently was eating a burger as they were walking down the, you know, the escalator, and yeah. they tripped and they face planted, headbutted the escalator, and they made a real mess of their face apparently that night. So yeah, uh, yeah they were just drunk why. and eating a burger and then bop and fell down the bloody escalator head first. Those were the days, eh? Yeah. I just thought that was a funny story to tell. (laughs) Each week we'll try and get like someone to tell a story that might not be um, running related. Well, that's the thing. It's the running running related ones. Yeah, yeah. Like getting late for, turning up late in the bus for events or... um, I don't know. We'll have to think of some good ones. I've got got some good ones where I lost... Actually, I've I've got some ones when we were running... When we were younger, yeah, I got one. We, we, we yeah, were save it for next but, week. Yeah, yeah, that's a good um, fuck you. No, oh, that's bringing back some memories, mate. That's what's that? That's like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, yeah, they were great, um, great days. But it just sucks when you lose because it just hits your ego so bad. I eh? like when you win, you feel like such a hero, and then when you lose, you're like, oh, I may like, like, you gotta I, live I, with it, don't you, forever? Like, yeah. you have to live with it. You're like, Always think, oh, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? But in redemption, though, I did fight Grant again, and I did beat him for the Australian title. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like I got actually, he I broke his nose in the second round. I didn't think he was getting off the stall at the end of the second round like, for a ten ounce. It's hard to break someone's nose for a ten ounce glove, but mm-hmm. he's tough, isn't he? Grant said, just still going, he's... still boxing in that now. Like, I yeah, don't know he'll take he up that. You know what, Grant has always got a gum shield and a pair of shorts in the car. If someone drops out, he'll take a fight like a like yeah, half an hour's notice. It's crazy. He's, he's just uh, he's a tough legend. Bastard. Isn't he? yeah. He's tough. Yeah, he's, he's he's um his business is just up true true powder coating, and uh, they got true steel, um just up the road here, three k three about five k up the road here. So um, where's his gym yeah. at then? Well, he doesn't. He just trains from home. I think now oh. he stopped all that strike force. Yeah, yeah. but he's, bit, I think yeah. in his at his home he's got like a shed with a boxing ring and all the yeah. bags and that. Like, so he yeah, could he probably start it up again. But yeah. yeah, he's out in the sticks a bit. It's probably yeah, a bit too far yeah. for people to go at night. Loads of kangaroos jumping around. Um, but yeah, Triple great. G and um, Canelo have just fought. Yeah, mm. the trilogy. Did he? Oh, I haven't seen the results. Yeah, Is that the third point. fight? Third yeah. time they fought. He won on points. Uh, I think one was 115, 112, and the other two were 116, 113 or something. I don't know. 
Um, Close. But, but they said, but that was being a bit kind to um, Triple G, apparently. Yeah. But you know what, though? If they've gone the full 12 rounds, they're going to have sore hands and sore heads and sore bodies tomorrow, sore kidneys yeah. tomorrow. I mean, it was a bit uh, lacklustre, the fighter, though, I think. Well, I've read mm. the reports I've read. Yeah. Canelo's getting tired. I mean, I know he's still good, but like he's probably getting to a point where he ain't got many left in him, has he? Well, it's not. It, he probably does. It's Triple G that doesn't because yeah. he's getting well, on. And, you know, Triple G had yeah, 300 yeah. amateur fights plus what's he had, like 50 a lot. pro fights. Like, and that's what you got to think. You got to think. You watched the film Concussion with Will Smith. You got to think there's a lot of damage being done there. It's not right getting punched in the head that many times. Nah. That was a good thing about kickboxing. At least you, you get a few kicks more in the body, legs eh? and everything. It's yeah, your legs, legs can take it. Kicked. But like getting punched in the head constantly, and I remember the only amateur boxing fight I had Golden Gloves, um, Australian Golden Gloves titles, was like my head had never been so sore in my life. Yeah, you've really you know? got to move your head if you want to be a good yeah. boxer. You've just yeah. got to be like as equally good at slipping and you know moving and getting out of danger as you can also strike and hit people hard. And talking of boxing, yeah. I'll see uh, three a.m. Matty has been doing a bit of boxing training now. I've been watching him on um, Insta. He's moving not too bad. Yeah. I mean, he's got um, really nice long punches. If you Yeah, he's got a Naturally long, nice throws punch, real good yeah. length. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be back to... Um, well, his times are getting quicker. I don't know if you follow him on Strava, but I noticed that his like, heart rate's not so crazy high on the, on the normal runs. Oh, yeah. well, that's cool. Good chat. Let's, um Knock it on the head. I might um, watch one more of these uh, Mike Thurston vids Thurston. that you sent me, Fraser. And I might go to Fraser gym. has gone Mike Thurston crazy, and Steve's jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, I'm mate, you gotta, if you, you if you see what's going on, if you sit at home and you're looking for motivation to get to the gym, search Mike Thurston on YouTube. I've, and... I've been following him for I've been following him for a couple of years right now. Um, yeah, like it's yeah, it's just good. Well, just it's just his story and that what what he's done, like you know, lived in England and then just personal training and then decided to go to move to Bali on his own, and got an online business and he's just like one point three million subscribers. Was he like a model or anything before? And that's what's where no, he's he famous. Training had a personal training business in Newcastle or something with his mate, and then got a bit fucked over by his business partner. And then ended up just not moving, moving to Dubai. Um, he just he's got an online business with per, you know training and stuff, and then he just vlogs and stuff and goes to Ibiza for a, a yeah. Month. It's Dubai, yeah. not not Bali. Eh? You said Bali. He oh, doesn't sorry, live in Bali. Bali. Yeah, yeah. Dubai. Sorry. Yeah. Dubai. Oh, he's probably training. He's probably training oil tycoons. He's getting yeah, paid yeah. thousand bucks an hour. He, he try, I say he's friends with Dorian Yates. He does a few sessions with Dorian Yates. Sees him and. All the all the big guys like Andrew Jackson and all that. Yeah. There's hope for me yet, then. But mate, they're like li he lives that like all his food is measured and it's, yeah, they live I a super live strict that. lifestyle. It's and too it's... much, yeah. But it's too much. It's like yeah, you but can, he, you're gonna crack so it. So long now that he doesn't need, he doesn't worry about it anymore because he knows how much yeah. is that and what macros is what and all stuff. So now he's just like yeah, but he, he eats out a lot. But he eats at good places and yeah, and knows what we must apologize for. All we've probably sworn more in this one episode yeah. than we have done the whole the whole uh yeah. time we've been 
doing the podcast, but uh, I thought when you're talking about fighting, it ends up uh, you got to be realistic of the interpretation of what happened. Yeah, and basically yeah. with the you got to be real. I remember that like it was yesterday though. That that in Me there because I cut my toe before I actually went in the before I was warming up. I had to tape all my toe up. I split it quite bad. Um, yeah. training, uh, warming up. So um, yeah, I remember that. That was a that was a great night. I find it funny because I think back to different fights and I think, man, I can remember like, it's like just burnt. All of them. You can remember all of them. Yeah. I remember walking out, you know, like looking down and seeing things on the floor and then you step in the ring and then you can feel the canvas and you're like, Oh, it's a bit squishy, softer at this one. Like it's a crazy sport. If you've never done it, it's like, it looks really brutal and it is, but it's like, it's like an art to it. And once you sort of get past those first few fights where it's just a blur and then you're really thinking about what you're doing, it's just like a game of chess, isn't it? Like you. It's interesting because I've stood there and I've stood up to some nasty looking people watching a fight and they've gone, oh, fair play. I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, yeah. you think this guy would just, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't have a, wouldn't think twice about getting in a brawl, which yeah. they probably wouldn't when they've had a few beers, but they said, oh, I, I haven't got the balls to get in there and, be matched with someone equal when you got matched someone wants to do the damage to you that you want to do to them equal weight equal experience it's sort of like it's a bit of a like you know it isn't it's no like dutch courage as such you've had a few beers to sort of like get over that um get over the anxiety of it it's like this is it it's um yeah and then when you hit someone and you might punch them and kick them and then they come back and do exactly the same thing back to you, and you realise that it they've hurts. trained, they've trained as equally as hard as you have, and you and it and both of you really want to win, and it's nothing. There's nothing like it on earth. Like it's like so primitive, eh? Like you just, it's like man versus you hit man. Hit as hard as you can. You go. Yeah. How is this person still standing? I've just thrown everything at him. Yeah. I, I think that's so why when it comes to the end of the fight, that people have respect for each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Hate them as yeah, much yeah. as you like before. Well, you're standing having a beer with them But at the ends, at the end, you still, you know, hug each other and that because basically you've just been in there together, both wanting to kill each other, but come out. Yeah, and you always seem to have like a bit of a connection. Like, you know, you might see each other two years Still later. And go, hey, have a beer, you have a beer go. later after the fight, yeah. you know, cheers for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like gladiators, isn't it? It's yeah. it was it is it's it's modern day gladiators. Um, it, it's still very, I suppose, primitive and quite barbaric, really. Yeah, you, know, you think Christ, you know. Like, um, but yeah, I don't think you'll ever stop it. No, it's, just, no. it's something that blokes is, will always do it, and you best to just give them a, a sport and a ring where they can do it safely, so they're not do doing it out, it on, out the on the street. street. Yeah, yeah oh. and that's what I say to people: do it if you're going to do it. If you want to fight, like, put your gloves on put a gum shield in and get in the ring yeah you know and uh yeah it's, a, it's such an equaler isn't it yeah sorts um you know if you've got an attitude problem or an ego just go to a boxing gym and um you know do a bit of training and then do some sparring and you soon figure out that like losing your temper is you know if you've got a short fuse it's the worst thing ever because as soon as you lose your temper you don't think about what you're doing you're just going to get peppered Anyone who thinks they're tough, just go to your local Thai boxing gym. You'll come out very humbled. Yeah. Very yeah. humbled indeed. Like they this say, in a, in, a, in a boxing gym or a, a, a Thai boxing gym or a whatever, there's no racism. There's no like, it doesn't matter how much money you earn. It's just the most 
purest sort of place you can be, eh? Because everyone has respect for everyone because you think that you're tough, but there's always someone bigger and tougher. And, and, and this is stronger. the problem with social media, isn't it? You know, people hide behind that screen. Yeah. They don't realise that back in the olden days, like Mike Tyson said, you know, like disrespect can get you a punch in the face and that will get that learn you then that learn you like you've got to give people respect yeah and now you just can say what you want to people and there's no like consequences it's not 30 day 30 day facebook ban i've had a couple of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that note okay. let's wrap it Wicked. catch you boys bye it was a good week yeah see you out there see ya bye Close your eyes.
your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind, 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 mind.